Welcome into a special edition of Home Field Tailgate here on a Monday night before Thanksgiving, before Rivalry Week. If you're not watching live on the YouTube, uh, Will continues to have his mash, uh, his background be the Michigan Wolverines Big Ten Championship because they can't win the national championship of recent years. Um, Will, welcome back. We missed you last week. How are you feeling about the Wolverines? I feel way more comped about this week than I did last week. Really? Yep. Why is that? This is this game's not even gonna be close. But we'll talk about that later. But this is I'll get nervous and worked up Friday, but I'm good right now. What's like keeping you calm? The fact that they're led by Ryan Day, who is very soft and they don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. JJ McCarthy's and not a great quarterback either. The game is in Ann Arbor with a high temperature of 34 degrees and snow. Right. So. Because Ohio State's never played in cold weather. So that's an advantage for Michigan. You, I mean, you said it, not me. You're right. I did they also. Struggle in cold, they struggle in cold weather games. Creighton um, Creighton says in the, the chat that Jim Harbaugh is going to Mississippi State. Have you heard <laughs> about that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> He raises chickens, so he'd fit well there. He would. And, you know, he doesn't have NIL at Michigan because y'all don't pay players, so he could do well at Mississippi State as well because I think he'd get an upgrade with NIL if he went to state. Michigan has plenty of NIL. <laughs> I'm just messing NIL. with you. NIL is legal. Addison, we talked about this before we went live, but um, you are in the – the halfway point of weddings in a 10-day span. You had a wedding last week. You have a wedding next week. How's the wedding vibes here in November, December? Wedding vibes are great. We've had great weather for the first one. Um, I think we're expecting uh, cooler weather for the second one, but it'll be inside, um, and it should be a great time. Yeah. We love celebrating love. What's the term people use? We love love. That's right. Choose love. Is what some people say, right, Will? I have no idea. Love wins. That's the, that's love, the only phrase. Love, <laughs> love does win, exactly. Yeah, if love wins, then Matt Luke would still be the head coach at Ole Miss. Mm. <laughs> mm, I'm saying good. It, <laughs> that's fair. Um. Anyways, what do you all have planned for Thanksgiving? Addison, you're going to your – just north yeah. of Vicksburg, we're going to eat, drink, be merry, and get fat for a day. And then watch football. Yep. We're going to watch watch Ole Miss and Mississippi State play. That's right. We'll do the same. I'm I didn't heading. realize that there is a 11 o'clock game. Miami plays Thursday night. What? Uh, at 11 o'clock p.m. Because who do the Lions play? On Thanksgiving, do we even? I'm gonna look it up. I'm curious. Um, I think yeah. I read that earlier. What no, I else? believe you. Hmm. Y'all should both be going to Starkville, but um, oh, no, so no. my mom said Miami plays Friday, Friday at eleven o'clock. I'm okay. sorry. My mom said I had this conversation with her when Ole Miss was eight and one before the Georgia game. And she was like, are you going to go to the Egg Bowl? And I was like, it's on a Thursday and it's in Starkville. So 
like probably not. Um, but if Ole Miss is a one loss team, like I could be convinced to go. And she said, and quote, if you go to that game, I will be mad at you forever. And I said, it's in Starkville, so I probably won't go. But if it were in Oxford, I'd just take the bullet and ride with it. Um, and my dad laughed at that, but my mom didn't really like that that much. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully soon they'll get away from that being on Thanksgiving. Is this the last year? Because didn't Texas A&M and Texas previously play on Thanksgiving? Yeah, but does it make sense for them to put that game on that day? It might be uh, like for tradition and everything. Like if both schools want to do it on Thanksgiving. For some reason, I thought it was already locked in for next year's Thanksgiving. I, mean, I have no we'll idea. We'll find out in two weeks when the schedules get released. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that was already locked in, but uh, I'd love for it to not be on Thanksgiving anymore. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Packers play Lions on Thanksgiving. That's when the Lions are playing at 1130. So. Oh, that's both of Will's NFL teams playing against each yeah, other. Yeah, who you're going to go for, Will? I will not even probably be watching. Will's other team also plays on Thanksgiving. The Dallas Cowboys play the Commanders at 3.30. So, Will's got a lot of his NFL teams playing on Thursday. I don't have an NFL team. I root for the Saints to lose a lot of the time. That's about it. Oh, Lord. Speaking of NFL, why don't we get, uh, do that game tonight real quick? Yeah. The Swifty Bowl. Actually, did y'all see that Taylor Swift's not going to go anymore because she had to reschedule her show in Brazil? I did not know that. Yeah, the Swifties yeah. are really upset about it. Well, I did see that supposedly her parents are meeting Travis's parents for the first time tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're if the Swift parents are still going because Taylor's not going to be there, but I guess we'll see pretty soon. I guess I'll think it's stupid. <laughs> I know they'll be talking about. You think it. it's a big farmer conspiracy, Will? I'm not going to go that far, but it's stupid. This whole thing's stupid. Will it's does not love, love. He does not. But while it is the Swifty Bowl, it's also a Super Bowl matchup. You have the Eagles and the Chiefs uh, kicking off here at 720, I believe. Um, Let's see. The Chiefs are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Over-under is 46 flat. And, yeah, I kind of lean the Chiefs, but I think there's value in Eagles' money line here. I think I, I think I would lean the Eagles, and I think I would take the over. 46, that's fair. Yeah. I'll tell you what. For fun, I'm going to do Eagles over teaser. Okay. Lock it I in. Get the, I get the Eagles at uh, plus six and a half. Yep. The only thing that would really hurt you there is if there's like a a touchdown late or something. Yeah, but usually six and a half. they don't do that. No, usually they don't. They do. They'll take a knee or something. Most of the time, it's not like college football where they're scoring just a score. I kind of yeah. like the under here, Addison. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, I get this to plus eight and a half, Thomas. My bad. Duh. Okay. That makes sense because six points. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like the under. Primetime games usually go under, but I digress. At 40, though, surely both of these teams will score. Well, yeah, 20. you're doing a teaser. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I just think I think both of them will score 20 points. <laughs> that was a big sneeze, Will. Bless you. Excuse me. 
a little cold. That's <laughs> a free play available. We're gonna we're gonna do a little extra here. Oh man. Will, do you have any preference in this game? I will not be watching, most likely, so I don't care. I don't think you realize how, I don't think y'all realize how little I actually care about the NFL. I think it's a great product. I don't really like care about any certain team, but it's run so well. Yeah, I do not have an NFL team really. Like, I was always, you know, like kind of rooted for the Giants because of Eli. Um, but now, I mean, I keep up with the Giants a little bit, I guess, but I'm not, you know, losing sleep over anything. Like our good friend Cole Blue is. Okay, we have some more comments from Creighton that I want to catch all up on. Creighton says, and I agree with him, other than a controversial 1997 season, Michigan is basically the same program as Texas A&M. He also says that Thanksgiving is about football and not spending time with family. That's fair. And he says that you can't be a Lions fan, uh, Will. He says that they deny you. So you're not a Lions fan. You're either a Packers or a Cowboys fan. I'm just not even going to dignify that. With <laughs> All right. Um, should we get into week 11? Yeah. Week uh, week 12. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. My bad. I had a talk in there. No, you're good. Uh, discussion on week 12. I mean, uh, well, I was a little aggressive with two kind of picks. Uh, I think Thomas was as well. Yep. Uh, Miami. Uh beating Louisville and Oregon State beating Washington. Both of those teams were obviously unranked teams, playing a ranked opponent, uh, but very close spreads. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, essentially pick them on both games, and I went with the team that was unranked in both, and the unranked team lost both games. Um, but they were very – I mean, came down to the end. Louisville scored a touchdown late to beat Miami, and uh, Washington barely held off Oregon State. Yep. That could have been a little bit of chaos in college football is written for it, and it just came up just short. There were a lot of almost maybes this week. Um, as far as upsets go, I guess Washington upset Oregon State because they were an underdog, but not really. I think the big story going into this week, or I guess the may- the big upset is Auburn losing New Mexico State, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's classic. glorious. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It wasn't well, even like a close game. Like New Mexico State controlled the game the entire time. Yeah. But where I was yeah. going is the that story that I think that is very significant is what does the college playoff football committee do with Florida State, given the Jordan Travis injury? You know? Well, um, yeah, that's a fair point. Will, why don't you talk for a second? About it, I think even if he was healthy, they were going to start to find their way out if Washington won out, because okay. Washington is starting to wrap up or rack up these top twenty-five wins. You know, if they go beat number six Oregon, that's that would yeah. mean they'd have they'd have like four better wins than Florida State across the board. The winner of the Pac-12 championship, unless something insane happens this weekend, is going to the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. So, does a one well, loss Oregon get in over an undefeated Washington? Uh, no, Florida? no, I don't think so. I don't either. think so either. But 
I don't think Florida State's going to win both these games coming up. So I think they're going to lose this week. So this, as we always have said, the chaos always happens and it always works itself out to where there really isn't a controversial decision. So I yep. think I think Florida State's going to end up playing their way out of it. Yeah, well, the uh, you know, Travis went down pretty early and Roadmaker came in um, and played pretty well. I mean, uh, threw for over 200 yards, had two touchdowns, um, had 164 QBR. So he, he did pretty good. Maybe we'll see what he can do. Maybe he's a baller and they don't, there's no drop off there. Yeah, that's fair. For the most part. And we'll see what happens. On the other side of that game this week, uh, Florida completely fumbled the bag versus Missouri there late. I know that Graham Mertz also got hurt, and this other kid came in. He looked fine. Like, you know, I don't think there's going to be a change in quarterback as far as quality goes on the Florida side of the ball. Not much. I mean, that, that was a pretty heated quarterback battle in the mm-hmm. spring and, and into the fall, um, and Mertz won out. But it definitely didn't look much of one. This other kid's uh, a little more athletic, has some mm-hmm. run. Has a little bit more running capabilities. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, very composed coming in that situation. Um, led two scoring drives to take the lead mm-hmm. after they had the the fumble. He, he, so, he did have the mistake. Uh, they fumbled the handoff. Uh, Missouri recovered, went touchdown, pushed the lead out. But outside of that, he played pretty good football. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I was impressed with him. Florida could definitely – I mean, they – we'll see how much they – if they can get up for it. But, I mean, they can definitely give Florida State a run for their money. I mean, they both have backup quarterbacks, so we'll see. Florida State's more talented than Florida. The deeper roster, much more talent. Yep. See, other games, I mean, there's really not much. I'm looking at it right now. UCLA – uh, hands USC their fifth loss in a row. Yeah. Arizona destroys Utah 42 yep. 18, just yeah. annihilates. And we'll talk about it later, but Utah's a 22 point favorite against Colorado this week. And I'm on the buffs. It's fair. I don't blame you. But other than that, I don't really see anything notable to talk about. Is there anything that's on y'all's minds, or do I want to get to the games this week? Get to this um, week. Yeah, I think that's pretty much pretty much as far as just big storylines. Clemson beat North Carolina um, by 11. And that was kind of a, I guess, you know, Notre Dame was once a – I mean, not Notre Dame. North Carolina was once a top-10 team, and they fought yep. off. Good for Clemson. Good for Dabo. Yeah, Clemson's trending back no, up. No, they're trending up. Like, you got to hand it to him. He's figured it out. Almost like somebody tough. called this. Yep. We'll talking about the things he was right about again. <laughs> Y'all love bringing up the things I'm wrong at, so I have to fight <laughs> no, for myself. I know. You got to, hey, you got to fight for yourself. You do. Yes. Yes. All right. Without any further ado, let's get into week 13 preview. Let's do it. Kentucky, and there's a little, a lot of ACC, SEC. Mm-hmm. game this week so ACC section is going to feature three SEC teams we'll start Kentucky plus seven at Louisville over under 50 and a half Mr. Hallam kick us off 
I'm going with the team that has won four out of the last five matchups in this game. I think Kentucky gets Louisville here. Louisville. Oh. <clears throat> hmm? Okay. Any reason yeah. why? I still like the – I mean, Kentucky is still good with Ray Davis. They still can run the football. Um, And I've just – I've not really completely bought into the Louisville. They really haven't played anybody. They almost lost to Miami last week. But so overrated. And like I said, these things typically work themselves out, and this is what's going to knock Louisville out. Yeah, I think Kentucky can definitely run the football and it can play defense. Um, probably a slightly better defense than Miami. Uh, yeah, I, I like them to cover here. I'm not going to pick them to win, but I, they can keep it this to a touchdown game. Love a possible teaser here uh, for Kentucky. Give me six more points on top of the seven. Um, and then I'm not sure on the over-under yet. One way or the other, you can tease that, and I'd feel good about it either way. Yeah. Uh, but I love Kentucky. Even if you pair it with another game, I love Kentucky getting that extra six points here. Make, give, give Kentucky 13 uh, against an a ACC team, which would have – I, would have, I completely would have agree with that, Addison. Louisville would have the same record as Kentucky if they played in the SEC. Louisville wins a close game, like 27-23. I do agree with you. I, I think they cover this outright at seven, but I love the teaser here as well. I think 13 is too many for, for a good SEC team, a solid SEC team. I should, guess I shouldn't necessarily say good, but Louisville's right. not as good as their ranking says. No, they're not. They're not that good, but I don't think Kentucky's that good either. So that's why I say that. Um, moving on to the next one, Florida State is heading to Gainesville, Florida. Um, the Seminoles are a six and a half point favorite over under set at 50. I really want to pick Florida here to win, but something tells me that Florida State wins and covers 27 17 Florida State. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna play this game. I played Florida last week against Missouri. I like them in an underdog spot a little bit. Um, I'm waiting for to get a. I need a half a point. Uh, if this game gets to seven, I'm definitely gonna play Florida. But I'm gonna pick Florida to cover here. Okay. I like Florida to win this game outright. Night game swamp. First time starting quarterback. FSU's gonna be a little rattled. And they've had some close calls already. So, and Florida hasn't been completely incompetent. They've been moving the football. I mean, they pretty much handed Missouri that game, and that was a top ten. Still going to credit Missouri with their top ten team, and it was a road game for them. So, I don't think Florida's as bad as people make them out to be. No, they've played competent football all year, and uh, for the most part, it hasn't just been ugly or bad or or anything and i mean you saw i mean like they beat they have the win against tennessee um they're not bad they're just not there yet no, i agree does that make sense yep their schedule next year is brutal i would not be picking florida in this game if travis was playing yeah yeah oh yeah but i think it's this is the opportunity for them in this kind of 
quells any notion that Napier is fired. Okay. I still have a hard time believing he gets fired anyways. I agree. I mean, but the the recruiting class is falling off. They, they were ranked third, and now it's like 13th. Yeah. So. Fair. Clemson's traveling to Columbia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They are seven and What? I'm sorry. I was going to say it's our last SEC-ACC game. Yep. Um, nope, Georgia Tech. But Clemson's going at South Carolina. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, Over-under is set at 52. Addison, you want to start us this time? Uh, yeah, I love Clemson here. Same. Um, a lot. They've been training Same. up. South Carolina is not good. Um, and they don't know they're not good on defense, they're not good on the line. Clemson still has a very competent defense and a defensive line at that. Um, like I said, they're trending up, they want to get revenge from last year. Yep. I love this. I'll go and tell y'all this is my lock of the week. I've already played it. I love Clemson in this spot, even with the uh, with the hook. I still like them. Yep, I have Clemson 30 to 13. I think they went big as well. Like you said, they're trending upward, and South Carolina's kind of trending downward. So I know that. I think South Carolina's went two in a row, but still, I love Clemson here. You're on mute. Sorry, I was sneezing. So, um, <laughs> uh, I don't think South Carolina can score in Clemson. And quite frankly, I don't think South Carolina can stop Clemson. So, that kind of puts it where you think it is a road game. So, if it is close, it could get pretty hairy for Clemson. But I like Clemson to keep this uh, a pretty distant win. So, yeah, I mean, I I think I think Clemson. Uh, believe it or not, this is kind of an interesting comparison. Clemson and Texas A and M are kind of similar in regards to a lot of talent, but have underperformed this year. Mm-hmm. I do think Clemson's – and Clemson's much better coach. But we kind of saw South Carolina against A&M um, struggle to score uh, for a lot of that game. And they can they struggle to score, score against Kentucky, and, and Clemson's a step up from them. So, I just don't think South Carolina can score enough. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, say you went about Clemson, like you said earlier, they're still, like, what, a top eight roster in the country oh, around yeah, there? I, I, I would think so. Yeah. Speaking of top rosters in the country, Georgia is traveling to Atlanta to play Georgia Tech. They are 24 and a half point favorite. Over under is at 60 and a half. Um, you could double this line and I would still think about taking Georgia. Um, with saying that I think Georgia wins 47 to 7. I said 49-10. I have no thoughts on this game. Yeah. Georgia, I, Georgia Tech, meh. Yeah. I misspoke a second ago about Clemson, South Carolina being last AC game. There are four of these. I forgot about this one. You're fine. Uh, Georgia just out talent, will out talent them to a cover here. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't. This is just a tune up before they rest up for Bama. Yep. Ty's not here to defend the jackets so we can move forward to North Carolina and NC State. <laughs> North Carolina is two and a half point favorite over under is set at 55. This might be my lock of the week. I know North Carolina just lost to uh, Clemson last week, but I love them here. 
I think they win by six, maybe seven. I think two and a half is a little too small for me. I go the other way. Okay. Uh, I and I like NC State in this game. They're this is their Super Bowl, and they're typically the more physical team when it comes to this game, and it being in Raleigh. I like the Wolf Pack by a touchdown here. Yeah, I'm going to agree with side with Will. I lean North Carolina State here. Okay. Uh, big game for them. And North Carolina has trended down as the season's <clears throat> progressed. Um, and I just don't have confidence in them. I, I just can't pick them with any confidence. Um, North Carolina State here in a teaser opportunity, eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I like that as well. Pair okay. with someone. Um, North Carolina State, eight and a half. I, I think that would be a good play on a teaser this weekend. That's fair. I'm still picking UNC, but I understand your thought process. Big 12? Uh, yeah, TCU plus 11.5 at Oklahoma. Uh, this game has me stumped. I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Um, I just don't know what to think about TCU at this point in the year. Um, a major fall off from last year's national championship uh, runner-up. And, um, yeah, I just don't know, don't know what to think about them. And then I don't, really don't know what to think about Oklahoma at times. They've, you know, can't really figure them out. So mm-hmm. I'm here to share your, your guys' thoughts. I'll let you start, Thomas. I mean, I know that this is the last game of the season, but I still don't fully know what Oklahoma is, you know. Um at times they look really good, and then there's times where they're just terrible. And then, like you said earlier, TCU needs to go win this game to be bowl eligible, which is crazy to think about. They were in the national championship last year. Um, I'm saying this, this game is in Norman, and I know 11.5 is a, a lot of points in the grand scheme of things. I do think Oklahoma covers, but... I think it's probably by two scores. I don't think it's kind of a blowout. I think it's probably close halfway through the third quarter and then Oklahoma starts to pull away. I think it's like a 34 to like 20 score around there, 14 points. Yeah, I'm going to go 34-20 Oklahoma. This game is in Norman, correct? Yes. That's the thing. You look at Oklahoma's schedule, every single close game where they looked weird in was on the road. The at BYU, they lost to Oklahoma State and Kansas on the road. They look well, they did look kind of weird against UCF, but that was coming off the Texas game. Um Hangover spot. Yeah. Uh they looked weird at Cincinnati. They only won by two touchdowns. Um and TCU has been getting their tear whooped on the road. Their one win on the road is against Houston. Okay. They lost to Kansas State by 38 on the road. They lost to Texas Tech on the road. They lost to Iowa State by two touchdowns on the road. I think Oklahoma is going to kill them. I think they I, – I put 41 to 17. Well, you have convinced me. I'm going to side with you, Will. <laughs> TCU is not good on defense. No, from what I've watched this year. No, they're not. I believe in front of me, but I'm going to say that they're bad at defense. Now, here's the one catch. 
I believe Jackson Arnold's playing this game, correct? Really? Is Gabriel out? I thought Gabriel was out. But as some people would say, it might be better for them to have Arnold. He is a generational talent. Yeah. There might be a step up for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I will tell you this. TCU's getting pounded by the public, it looks like. Yep. Mm. And just in general, I mean, they're getting 94% of the bets and 97% of the money. So, Oklahoma – Oklahoma's a little bit of uh, an outlier here. Hmm, that is weird. To to go with, uh, yeah, TCU's red zone rank uh, on defense <clears throat> offense. Let me switch this. Uh, TCU's defensive rank in red zone efficiency is 82nd. Oklahoma's is 39th. I love that stat for, in Oklahoma's favor. Uh, they struggle to go off the field in third downs. Oklahoma is 13th in the country in third down conversions, 5th in total first downs, 7th in passing yards. They're bad against the uh, the pass TCU's defense is. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why 94% of the bets are on TCU, to be honest. Um, unless I'm I'm missing something. And I guess people are just going against that Oklahoma game last week, and they've kind of struggled with inferior opponents at times this year. Uh, but I think they get up for this one. I agree with you. It's the last game of the season for them in the regular season. And depending on when this game's played, I think it's before Oklahoma State-BYU. And so they're not going to know what Oklahoma State does to see if they get a seat at the conference championship. So, I mean, they'll be fighting for that, certainly. Yeah, OUTCU's on Friday. Okay. Can can Kansas State still get into the conference championship? Yes. I thought so. They have the longest shot, though. They They need Texas to lose. Yeah. I knew they weren't out of it. Which leads us to the next game. That's right. Will, you want to open with this one? Yeah, so Texas Tech at Texas, last year of this game. Um, Texas 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, my thoughts is Texas just wins, even if it's ugly. They just win football games, and I expect this to be an ugly football game, and I expect them to win. Texas so I, have, I think Texas Tech covers, but Texas wins by 10. Texas has become great at winning ugly games. Also, Will, you were only four games off for your prediction for this game going into the season. They have five losses, not one. So you were close, just not close enough. I do agree with you, though. I do think Texas Tech covers in an ugly fashion, but Texas wins. Texas Tech is bowl bound, though. They're going to get to go. They are. They're going to get to go to Memphis or uh, what other low. Maybe they get to go to Shreveport. That'd be kind of fun. Ooh, Shreveport. That'd be Shreveport, fun. They the can game take the bus. Us. Yeah. Can they go back to Houston? To Shreveport. <laughs> huh? Can they go back to Houston for the Texas Bowl? I don't think they like taking teams back-to-back years. Uh, that's true. That's true. Which is why I saw a bunch of stuff. It's like if Ole Miss doesn't get an NY6 Bowl, people are worried of like, 
will the citrus even take us? And it's like, well, they took LSU last year, so they're not taking them again this year. So, yep. Moving on to the last Big 12 game we have for you, BYU is traveling to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Is that right? Yep, yes. Stillwater, Oklahoma. They are – they, as an Oklahoma State, is a 17-point favorite, and the over-under is set at 56-and-a-half. Mr. Harbor? Yeah, I like BYU here. Uh, since the Oklahoma game, I mean – Oklahoma State hasn't been quite impressive. Uh, BYU played Oklahoma close. I don't know. That's a lot of points. It I is. just, I have to, I just, I, I'm not. I, this is a stay away game for me because I just don't know. But I, I would think that BYU can keep it that close, seventeen points. So I'm gonna lean BYU to cover. I, I really don't have any insights. I really don't have a reason behind mine other than I'm going to pick the top half team of the Big 12 to cover against one of the new Big 12 teams because the new Big 12 teams have been horrid. So I'm gonna, Yeah, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State to cover. Other than their close game versus BYU, they lost 45-13 to Iowa State. They lost 37-7 versus BYU. They lost 35-6 to to Texas. They beat Texas Tech, so good for them. But then they lost 44-11 to TCU. So I'm going to pick Oklahoma State to cover. Yeah. Mm. BYU is not great. No, I'm just going to stick with it. All right, Well, I think that you deserve to introduce this game. No, I won't introduce it out, but I'll, I'll let no, you. No, 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 you need to. And we're just going to sit in dead silence. I don't. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's okay. I'm not introducing this game. The Ohio State Buckeyes are at Michigan this week. There's no spread. Is this a pick them or did I just make a typo? I'm looking I right think, now. I think Michigan's a four and a half point favorite. Michigan is a three and a half point favorite. All right. Will, lead us off. You're our insider. This game is going to look a lot like the past couple years. And quite frankly, it might be worse because unlike they did two years ago and last year, two years ago, Ohio State had a quarterback. Oh, so you're acknowledging that he's good now. C.J. Stroud is a great college quarterback. He's a pretty good NFL quarterback. He's doing well now, just like Justin Fields did year one, but it's going to crash and burn. You just watch. Okay. So, this game will be – it'll be like 14 to 10 at halftime, and you're thinking, oh, this is classic game. And then just like last year, Michigan is going to bludgeon them, lay on them, Take their will. It is, I think, supposed to be 30 degrees and snowing. Ohio State doesn't like the cold, even though they're in Ohio. It makes no sense. They like playing games. And their AD once came out and said, well, if we make the, have a home playoff game, we might have to play in a dome. You don't hear that at schools like Michigan. Michigan's just going to line up and beat the hell out of them. 
Michigan 35, Ohio State 10. Well, do you remember the last time you were in Birmingham when Michigan beat Ohio State? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Are we going to run that back? If they win, maybe. Are you going to be here? I, I can make an appearance. Okay. For you, I would. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear that story, uh, please text us. I don't really want to let that out yeah, to the public. But Will had a great time and then not a great time. You said enough. Michigan 33-30. I think it's a close game. Um, a lot of points. Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I think with the given the weather forecast, 30 and snow, and as of right now, I would lean the under. Okay. Um, Ohio State, uh, the biggest part of their offense is Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, if it's snowing um, and cold and windy, that's – going to lead to more of a running game. So I definitely like the under here. I think the under is a play if the weather forecast holds up. Um, I, I don't think I can bet against Michigan here. I really I want to. I really want to. But I'm not going to. Michigan's good on defense. Um, Great on defense. They're, they're – they're very, very good, borderline great on defense. We'll Elite. They're – okay. Well, we're trying to compliment your team, and you keep doing this. Will you just take it, please? Well, I've seen good defenses. That's an elite defense. They're not great on offense. Uh, they're good on offense. I can take um, that. They have I'm an average good. quarterback. Above um, average. But they have an above-average offensive line and above-average running game. Um, I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be really ugly. Um, and I could almost see it being a field goal game. Ohio State can be the three points, but I don't know. I just have a feeling Michigan uh, can win this game by uh, – it's going to be four or more. It's just a feeling. It's not going to be 35 to 10, as Will said. I would be shocked if Ohio State won this game by 25 points. Why would you be Michigan won by twenty two last Michigan. year on the road? Yeah, but this is different. It's going to be different this year. This game is going to be uglier and slower. And yeah, I guess we'll find out. I love the under. Every time they show those Fox commercials, because it's like every other commercial. If you're watching Fox, I get really anxious, so I stop watching Fox. Uh Poor thing. <laughs> My goodness. I'm very, I'm very ridiculous when it comes to this game, and I'm, I'm very well aware of that. Uh, moving on to the Pac-12, um, <laughs> what could be Oregon State has a chance to once again ruin someone's uh, playoff chances. I don't think they're good enough to beat Oregon, but thirteen and a half points is a lot. Uh, Oregon yep. State can they play defense? Oregon plays defense. I think this is going to be a close game just based off two teams' defenses. Um, Oregon State can run the ball and slow it down. Oregon's a decent running game. They're going to play a little slower. Um, I think 62 is too many points here also. Um, what I'll probably really like is an Oregon State teaser. Give me six more points, make that 19 and a half, and give me uh, under uh, 68 in this game. 
I think that's going to be a great teaser play. This I love the over this game. Oh, okay. Depend. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about the weather, but hell, yeah. it'll be cold and raining up there in the northwest. What's that cold? Eugene, Oregon weather this weekend. Oh, perfect weather. Sunny, 45 degrees. Low of 27. What time is kick? Over here, but I like Oregon to cover. I think this is a two-touchdown game. I have Oregon 40-27 to continue Bo Nix's Heisman campaign that I would love. Oregon uh, lost to Oregon State last year, so this is kind of a – a circled game. I mean, it obviously is the last time this game could be played for a while. Um, I saw some crazy – speaking of Bo Nix, I saw some crazy stats saying that 60% of his passing yards are like what, – what's the term? It's like yards after catch. Yuck. Yeah, like so he'll throw – it'll be a five-yard pass and then the receiver will run 80 yards. And that's like 60% of his yards. Interesting. I, I, it's apparently like one of the highest in a long time, Whoa. which I thought was kind of interesting. Daniel should win the Heisman, but I don't think he is. Yeah. I don't feel that passionate. I don't feel like anybody deserves it. I think Daniel deserves it. He's the best player in college football. That's yep. where they were supposed to go. He's impressive. Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like you're holding up the Big Ten trophy, the way your face is in the center. Put your hands up like this, too. (laughs) There it is. Yeah, it looks like you're holding Harbaugh's face. It does. You're, like, petting his face. I love that, man. All right. Addison, did you already talk about um, Oregon, Oregon State? Yeah, I think I like uh, I like Oregon State here to cover that that many points. Um, and so I just think it's going to be slower, a lot of running, a lot of defense. Um, give me Oregon State to cover. Let's also just remember Oregon State just came off a really emotional loss. Yep, mm-hmm. they could. I know, but they're going to get back up for this game. Well, I mean, they're they I agree they're gonna get up for it, but there's only a point to where your tank can only get so much. Yeah. That's fair. It'll be fun to watch. The SEC Thursday, you know, after you've had your Thanksgiving meal and your belly's full, the egg bowl will be played on ESPN. Ole Miss is an eleven point favorite traveling to Starkville, Mississippi. The over under is set at fifty. Five and a half. Will, you want to start? Yeah, I think uh, so. I'm going to Starkville, and I think by the fourth quarter, only the Mississippi State football parents and Ole Miss fans will be in attendance. I think Ole Miss obliterates Mississippi State. I think it's over from the jump. Um, I don't think Mississippi State can block Ole Miss. I don't think they're going to be able to move the football at all. 
I am a little more aggressive with my point total. I could see Ole Miss only getting in the 20s. State does have a an okay defense. But I think when Ole Miss punches them in the mouth, they're going to roll over. There wasn't really much motion in that game last year from the state side until they won. <laughs> that was just kind of a flat game across the board. And the interim coach, all that. I think this is the perfect chance to really put a statement on this game. I said Ole Miss 41, Mississippi State 7. I do think Ole Miss wins significantly. I don't think they win as much as you say. I do think they cover. I'm thinking like 37-17. I think that, you know, there are still a little bit of offensive line issues on Ole Miss's end, <laughs> um, but I don't think that will be a huge issue. I do agree with you. I think that Kiffin's making this kind of more personal. It sounded like the player's really ready for this one, and maybe we're all just biased, but, yeah, I like Ole Miss big too. Uh, Mississippi State got Will Rogers back this past week, so that helps them a lot here. Um, it'll help their passing game. Um, unfortunately, they don't have really any super great wide receiver targets. Um, I got one. Ole Miss, got, Ole Miss got a little tune-up. They came out sleepy. Uh, I don't think they'll come out sleepy in this game. They're going to come out ready to play on Thursday, avenge the loss um, in a game they should have never lost. Um Ole Miss still has a little bit to play for New Year's Six Bowl. And, uh, two 10-win seasons uh, within three years. Um, as a huge accomplishment in and of itself. Your only two losses would be at Alabama and at Georgia, who are two of the best teams in the country. So definitely a season to hang your hat on still on the lines. Um, it would be a shame if they choked it away, and I don't think they do. I think Ole Miss covers this easily. I think they control the game from the beginning. You know, like every egg ball, there could be a quarter where it gets a little weird. It gets a little uh, a little hairy. Um, that's just the nature of this game. But I think uh, when the scores uh, said and done, you'll see something like 31 to 14, 31 to 17. And um, almost will we'll cover 11 points. State's offense is just not good enough to come within 11 of Ole Miss, I, I do not think, even with Will Rogers coming back. They're uninspired right now. I mean, hell, they they let South uh, Southern Miss play around and ended up covering that game miraculously at the end, but they needed to pick six and some other stuff to go their way at the end. I mean, it was a six-point game in the fourth quarter with Southern Miss, uh, who was pretty miserable at football. So I, I just think Ole Miss is too good, too much talent, too well coached, too much offense. State's no good on offense, so I think it's a pretty easy win. I think that's fair. The Iron Bowl, Alabama's traveling to Auburn. Alabama's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 49. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be total Hugh Freeze to lose New Mexico State and then come around and beat Alabama. Um I think this game is like 27-17 Alabama. It's still Jordan Hare. It's the 10-year anniversary of the kick six. Weird things happen there. I just don't think this roster is good enough to compete with Alabama. Not this year. I do think they cover. I think Alabama wins like 27-17 around there. You had my same margin. It's going to be an ugly, low scoring. I said 20-10. to 10. 
Alabama's on the rise. They've been getting better and better and better as the season's going on. This is going to be a primetime game. They're going to have a chance to show the world that that they're back and uh, show Georgia that they're coming. Uh, Alabama big here. I mean, Auburn's offense, not good uh, outside of the Arkansas game. Uh, their offense is not good. Uh, Alabama has an elite defense. Uh, Auburn's defense is average, and Alabama's offense has been getting much better as the season's going on. They're going to score. Alabama's going to score points here, um, and they're going to cover 14 and a half. I mean, that's fair. I get it. I, I, I love I love Alabama here. It's one of my plays of the week. I would um did y'all see the SEC short this week of Auburn? Yes, that was so it was good. Awesome. That's one fun. of the best ones. That's one of the best ones they've ever done. Yeah, it was great. Was when he was the whole, yeah, the him lat like the and they're handing him the Birmingham bowl tickets. I was just dying. It was great. I'll probably go rewatch it. It was like I gotta show my mother it. Auburn grad, for those who don't know. I sent it to our good friend Cody. He didn't respond. I don't think he takes I don't think he's on Auburn fans at all. I posted on so I've told you how like Auburn's always popping up on my Instagram feed. I commented uh on on one of their their posts about the the loss or something, you know, they had to post the final score, I guess. I don't really know. But I commented, uh, Weagle, Weagle, what happened to them Eagles? Got a lot of <laughs> what? Reaction. Wait, you replied this where? On one of Auburn's posts, their football team posts. On Instagram? Yeah. I'm going to go find it and like it. I've been commenting on all of their posts lately, just trolling on Instagram. Did you see on the on the final score Instagram uh, – from Auburn, Ole Miss football like the lost post. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, that is, and incredible. I want to make sure they, you know, they weren't one of those that just liked every post Auburn did. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I went through like six or seven Auburn posts. The only one Ole Miss football liked was the New Mexico State loss. That is so petty, and I'm so here for it. Wow, that is incredible. Let me tell you which post I commented on. Let's see. Oh, it was uh well it was a post three days ago. They posted back home tomorrow. What is that tomorrow from three days ago? I don't know what that means. Oh, this must have been before this this post this was before the game. They posted back home tomorrow, it was before the game, and uh I didn't see it till after, but I said, Oh no, wiggle wiggle, what happened to them eagles? Got a lot of likes. <laughs> womp womp. So funny. Don't feel bad for Hugh at all. No. Just putting that out there. He lost to them last year with Liberty, too. They're one of the worst teams like in bad. The they lost like 49 to 14. Like it was bad. Yeah. They got huge numbers. I don't know what he did. If he must have slept with their coach's wife or something. Uh well, Jerry Kill, this is his first year, so it was two different coaches he lost I've, to. I've, well, my mistake. <laughs> Weagle, weagle, what happened, Eagle? That's good. All right, moving forward, Texas A&M. We didn't even talk about coaching searches. Um, we can get into that in a second. Is traveling to Baton Rouge over under is 66 and a half, and LSU is 10 and a half point favorite. 
I think that LSU is going to try and run the score up for the Jaden Daniels campaign. I think high 30s, low 40s around there. Counterintuitively, I know LSU's defense isn't that great either, and it's still AM, but I like them to cover like 37, 24 around there. I'm going to assume, with just based on my ignorance, that AM is still playing a third string quarterback here. Is, are they still playing a third string quarterback, Will? Um, I don't know. I Let me look. While we're looking that up, Thomas, I agree with everything you say. Um, they're 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 on full on Heisman campaign right now. Mm-hmm. Daniels had six touchdowns this past week against uh, Louisiana School for the Deaf or whoever they play. <laughs> tell you, but he had six total touchdowns. Um, he's on a tear. Um, look for that to continue this week. They're going to mm-hmm. be scoring thirties, if not in the forties, against A and M. And A and M will probably score a little bit too. I don't I don't think they can keep up that. Yes, will. He is listed as day to day. Okay. Yeah. So Max, uh, that's probably I would expect him to play. Being quite so Max honest, Max Johnson might get to play this week. Um, that will help a and help a and score a little bit for sure. Dude, he had six through the air and also had ninety six yards rushing and two touchdowns on the ground. So he finished so he with eight, eight total. Oh, he had eight total. He had six passing. Just passing. Oh. Yep. Four hundred thirteen in the air. Yeah, they are just padding stats right now. I mean, as I think. Should. I think this is going to be a wildly entertaining game. I think it's going to be back and forth, and I think LSU gets the last punch. But uh, I think this is going to be a fun game. And one of my favorite games in college football in general was, like, what, six, seven years ago, the Arkansas, the A&M LSU game that was, like, 74, 72, 72 seven overtimes. That was awesome. I don't think I believe it was higher again. scoring. I believe it was higher scoring than their basketball game that year. That's wild. Plus, I mean, that's a ton of points in a football game. It's a lot of points, almost 150. Almost. Dang. Um, yeah, I, I like a- LSU here. Uh, this line's interesting because I do think AM can. Uh, it's at LSU, though. I mean, LSU's defense is bad, but the quarterback situation, I'm leaning LSU to cover that spread. I think they cover too. Right now, as of this moment, uh, I think LSU will cover. If y'all had to guess today, who would be AM's coach next year? I've still uh, had, I still have had stuck on the Dabo Sweeney. I have had, I don't, I don't know, it's just a feeling. But the, would, uh, it would just feel like the exact same thing with Jimbo. It would like, it's like an identical kind of hire. You know, a guy with history who's hasn't been as great, but still like pretty good. Dabo, I mean, but the difference is, is Jimbo's fault was his inability to adapt in offensive scheme. Okay, he waited too late. At te- the way Dabo is failing is his approach on NIL and all that. That's going to be taking care of him for te- Texas A&M. All he has to do is go out there, put a staff together, and coach. Like the players will line up, so I think I don't think that's an issue. Okay. Uh, well, Dabo's also being hard headed. I mean, he went out and hired this great offensive mind, and then he told him he brought him in. He said, "You're running Clemson's offense." He just brought him in to essentially call plays for the same offense, um, and maybe add a, a wrinkle here or there. But he's he's still Nick Saban does that at Alabama. It's it's not about it's about terminology, not actually the plays. Like so, 
Saban, it's, it's been not, the same terms not, since 2007 not. for Alabama. You go in and you learn those terms. But it's not running – but they haven't ran the same offense every year. Kiffin was a completely different offense. Uh, Kiffin and Sark were, are similar offenses. But now you've gone back to uh, a different offense. Like, it's a different style of offense. And well, Clemson, he's changed something the past couple of weeks because they're scoring the ball now. Yeah, they are. They've gotten better. And maybe, maybe he's started to let him open up the playbook more and, and implement his own stuff. But at the beginning of the year, um, and I, I believe this was quoted from Dabo, he, he said, I brought him in to run Clemson's offense. Um, so, I mean, you, you've just got to let – you know, that was the same thing with Jimbo and uh, Petrino. you got to let him do his own thing. I, I don't know. Dabo, to me, like, he's a great coach. He's a great fit at Clemson, but – he doesn't want to adjust and change either. I don't like if I was a and I wouldn't want to hire him personally. Well, but I mean, I could be completely off the whole. The rivals guy for Texas A&M listed Ryan Day, Kalen Daber, DeBoer, and uh, uh, Jed Fish is the final three. So yeah, I saw that, which is interesting. Which, Ryan Day could be available come Sunday once his ass whooping comes through because okay. he's going to have a lot of heat on him. All right, so let's move forward. Missouri's traveling to Fayetteville. They're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is set at 54-and-a-half. Will, you want to start? So Arkansas just announced they're keeping Pittman. Um, they actually played pretty well against FIU. FIU's I don't know. I don't know much about what, regardless, but they didn't pull an Auburn and lose to New Mexico State. We could put it that way. Mm-hmm. And there was nobody at that game. Um, I think with that announcement and all that, like Arkansas's already got a couple commits recently because of the the knowing that he's coming back. I think, I think this being a home game, this being kind of a new fake rivalry, I like Arkansas to pull off the upset here. Arkansas by six. I want that to happen for Ole Miss, but I think Missouri wins and they cover like 31-20 around there. Just at the over-under around there, I would lean under. But, yeah, I think Missouri is really good and they're playing for something. I don't think Arkansas is playing for anything now that there's stability with the head coach. Well, not also – I hate transitive property, but I feel like like transitive property doesn't prove results, but it can prove like the you levels. Just talk about on. yeah, yeah. Like Arkansas went on the road and beat Florida, and you saw how Florida played Missouri, and Missouri was the home team. Like it just make it gives me pause to think that this could this is going to be a good game. Arkansas is not a bad football team. It, we can go back and look at those. No, they're not. Football. They're not. You're right. They almost beat Ole Miss. They almost beat LSU. They um, have that inexcusable loss to Auburn, but I feel yeah. like kind of just throw that one out. That's an outlier. So they're either going to win this game or they're going to lose very, very close. So I, I obviously think Arkansas covers this line. Yeah, I like Arkansas to cover here essentially for this much of the same reasons as uh, as Will said. Um, 
and I'm really rooting for Arkansas. I mean, that you've got the hook there for Missouri um, as as well as the point five. Uh, so, so give me Arkansas to keep it within a touchdown. They're, they've been really good at keeping games close this year, outside of the Auburn game. But they've got Pittman coming back. They know who they players know who they're playing for. Um, they haven't given up on him. They play hard for him. It seems. Um, so g- give me Arkansas here to finish the season strong. Missouri might be looking ahead to a bowl or just, you know, they've they've had they've had back to back emotional. Uh, weeks Tennessee and and then a, a tough Florida game. So Arkansas had the easier stretch coming into this. Uh, so give give me Arkansas to cover. Righty. Should we go into locks, teasers, wrong team favors? Yes. Go for it. Okay. I have a lock. I don't have a teaser or wrong team favor yet. It's still Monday. As we get those, we'll put them on the Instagram. I like Illinois minus six and a half versus Northwestern right here. Um, yeah, that's my lock of the week. Mine, Kansas minus six on the road at Cincinnati. I know Kansas, as Addison pointed out in our notes, is playing on their third string quarterback, but they almost beat their rival with their third string quarterback. Uh, K-State last week. That was an incredibly competitive game, and Cincinnati just is terrible, horrendous this year. And I know it's a road game, but I like Kansas by two or three scores here. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I like Clemson, uh, a seven-and-a-half against South Carolina. I mentioned that earlier. I also really like Colorado, uh, 22 points against Utah. That's that's a lot of points for a Utah team that's been on the decline. what do they have to play for now? Uh, Colorado is still a first-year head coach. They're playing for Coach Prime still. Um, uh, so I, I just think Colorado is going to play harder at this point in the season, um, and they can cover 22 points. I mean, please keep it within three touchdowns. I know that they struggle to run the ball, and I know Utah is a good run, run defense. Um But they can still move the ball on offense. Colorado can, and Utah is not great on offense. So, I mean I, – I just think that's too many points. I like Colorado here. That'd be good for Dion to end with a win. Will, do you have any thoughts or on just the Colorado? Yeah, you. I think Utah's going to kill him. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I just. I think. I mean, they lost by how six touchdowns to Washington State last week. I think, I think the Colorado has mailed it in, and they're just waiting for the, they're already done for the bowl game. I think they're already looking to next year, and Dion needs to bring some more luggage because. Yep. And let's also let's but let's take a step back on Colorado for a second. In reality, one to four wins is progress. That is a good yeah. season. That is yeah. bad. That is. Good for what he did. The unreasonable expectations and how they hyped up that first month, though, he should have had some more self-awareness to be like, hey, guys, we're building and not getting that whole arrogant coming, we hear. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, all that that came out with it. Yep. Had he come at it with humility and you know whatever, there'd still be a little bit of heat with it because of just him and who his name is. But, I mean – 
this season looks like a disappointment because how they acted in September. Yeah, that's fair. So, but yeah, I like you. I think Utah kills them. Okay. Uh, Thomas, do you have any teasers this week? Not at the moment. I will though, and I'll put them on the Instagram. But I see you have a couple if you want to tell people. I've got Kentucky plus thirteen and Florida plus thirteen. That other one was left over from from last week. Okay. Um, which hit. Also, but uh, yeah, Kentucky plus 13 and Florida plus 13 and a half. Um, I like both of those teams against uh, Florida, obviously going up against their string quarterback. We talked about that earlier, picking them to cover outright and Kentucky also picking them to cover outright. So I think teasing them together can get you an extra win this weekend. Mm. Get you an extra unit or two. There we go. On your book of preference. Yep, yep. I think that, I think it's a great weekend for teasers. I, I think you could you can look around and find a couple this week um, to pair together if if you're into that sort of thing. I, I think it to please lot. it, right, Addison? Yep, tease it to please. I think there's a lot of opportunity to play some teasers this weekend. Wrong team favored, William. Already touched it. Uh... UNC's favored against NC State. I think NC State should be favored and will win the game. Okay. And then, I as always, like our favorite over-under involves Iowa. Yep. At 26 and a half. Another Iowa, record. Iowa has had the record set like five different times this year, and it's yeah. hit every I feel like time. every week we talk about it. It's supposed to be about 30 degrees and snowing in uh, – I believe this game's in Lincoln. Yep. So – Yes, this will be – I'm expecting uh, three kicks to two kicks. So, give me nine to six, Iowa. I think the player of the game, we got to shout out the Iowa punter. I forget his name, but they did that run out thing. Like how yeah. I remember when LSU did the Joe Burrow one. Yep. It was it the was same like, reaction. This was, this was Iowa's Joe Burrow moment. He's number nine, too. Mm-hmm. So good for Iowa, good for their punter. They're going to get slaughtered by Michigan in the Big Ten title next week. And more to come on that next week, right, Will? If Michigan loses to Ohio State, I might not be on the pod next week. Just putting that out there now. I might resign effective immediately. (laughs) We will see. Read your contract. That's not allowed. Yep. You get one skip, and you used it last week. But, yeah, I think that's it. Do you all have any other closing parts? Or no, I'll take not? Kentucky for my upset of the week. Okay. I don't love it, but I'm just going to put one out there. Kentucky to upset. Florida, Florida State. What was that? He says Florida over Florida State. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Will, close this out. Addison did such a better job with this last time. He did like actual important things. Like I'm just gonna say thanks to all twelve of y'all and goodbye. Uh, yeah, don't forget to go share our. Uh, you know, get in for the Chick Fil A thing. Uh, you can win a hundred dollar Chick Fil A gift card now. Uh, it went from fifty to a hundred. So go post that on your Instagram story. Uh, you can do that once a week until the week of up to December third. Um, so I think that'll get you two or three entries. Um, 
You win a hundred dollar Chick Fil A gift card. Not much more to say about that. Everybody likes Chick Fil A, and everybody likes right. three hundred dollars. Um, follow us on Instagram. Uh, like and follow, like and subscribe on Spotify, uh, and please support us. Yep. Thanks, everyone.